today is we're not meeting again. We're not meeting on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is the next Sunday. So we always take off Christmas uh, during this time to be with your families. But we'll meet again on December 31st. So if you're in town, that's our next time of gathering here on Sunday morning. Amen? All right. Well, I just want to glorify the Lord. We're going to talk about celebrating, remembering his Jesus and his birth. Um, there's a scripture from Matthew 24, 35. It says that <clears throat> heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. So we believe the word of God. Amen. And that every word that God has spoken, written, breathed, sang, and has proclaimed from the beginning shall be fulfilled. His word is truth. Jesus said, thy word is truth. And the spirit of truth is the one that reveals to us the Lord. So when we read the word, the Holy Spirit is the one that will illuminate and bring revelation and understanding to what we're reading. Because the whole goal is to behold our God. To know the love that God has for us. To believe that love. To receive that love. To encounter that love. We believe that we were born to encounter the Lord. To encounter his presence. Jesus said, abide with me. Remain in me and my word. And you'll bear much fruit. John 15. So we're supposed to dwell in his words, his spirit, his life. And heaven and earth will pass away. But his words will never pass away. Every word of God is yes and amen, the scripture says. Hallelujah. So I'm going to review a little bit um, from the Old Testament prophecies of the birth of Jesus Christ. I'm going to pull up a scripture from 2 Samuel chapter 7. We're going to look at verse 8 through 16. And in the middle of this, there's a portion of it that will be revealed in the scriptures from Luke chapter 1 that we'll be referring to today. So listen. 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 8. says, Now therefore, thus you shall say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the sheepfold, from following the sheep, to be ruler over my people, over Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone. And I have cut off all of your enemies from before you and have made you a great name, like the name of the great men who are on the earth. Verse 10, moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and I will plant them that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more. Nor shall the sons of wickedness oppress them any more as previously, since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel. And I have caused you to rest from all of your enemies. Also, the Lord tells you that he will make you a house. Verse 12, when your days are fulfilled and you rest with your fathers, I will set up your seed after you, who will come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Verse 14, I will be his father, 
and he shall be my son. And if he commits iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the blows of the sons of men. But my mercy shall not depart from him as I took it from Saul, whom I removed from before you. Verse 16. And your house and your kingdom shall be established forever before you. Your throne shall be established forever. Amen. You know that the Lord came through Mary, through the bloodline from the father David. And these prophecies were spoken to him and the kingdom that would come to the earth through his lineage. And even at this time, it is referred, and your house and your kingdom shall be established forever before you. Your throne shall be established forever. Your house, your kingdom, your throne. Amen. Now, in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 13 and 14, the Lord says, Then he said, Hear now, O house of David. Is it a small thing for you to weary men? But will you weary my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself will, will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. The scripture, of course, points to the manner in which he will be born and also to the one of the names given to Christ, Emmanuel which means God with us. This was pointing to both his human birth and his divine nature. This was written over 700 years before Christ was born. Hallelujah. Micah chapter 5, verse 2. He says, But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, Yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose going forth are from old, from everlasting. We know Jesus was born in Bethlehem, and this scripture tells us in advance the place where Jesus would be born. <laughs> this prophecy was fulfilled, was written by Micah approximately 800 years before Christ was born. Say, He is. Hallelujah. Hosea 11.1. 1. He says, when Israel was a child, I loved him, and out of Egypt I called my son. This prophecy was written by Hosea, also approximately 800 years before Christ was born. This verse looks backward and forward. Remember, the Israelites were slaves in Egypt when God brought them out. He called them his son. I'll also remember that Joseph with Mary, fled to Egypt with the baby Jesus to avoid the slaughter by Herod. This verse can apply to both of these situations, however, is referred to by Matthew in his writings, that he called him out of Egypt, the one he loves. God's word will not return void. It's amazing, these prophecies, and you can doubt it if you want to, but it's better to believe, amen? And as we share and as we read through the scripture reference of his story, of the memory and the testimony of Jesus, it's not a weak, timid, 
little Christmas story. It is the very power of God, the demonstration of the love of God, heaven invading earth, God's mandate and plan, his foreknowledge, his great wisdom, his love, and that he would send his only son to save us. And he had to start. He had to start. He had to come forth. He had to come forth through Mary. Hallelujah. In this comes the glory and the power of God. So as we read these passages, please let your spirit man know and receive the goodness of God, how good God is, how powerful are these prophecies, how powerful is this word that we have the opportunity to have a written documentation of what really occurred with Christ. Amen. So we're going to start in Luke chapter 1, verse 26. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. It says, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Verse 29. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Now you'll see the prophecy in Samuel, verse 32. He will be great and he will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. Amen. (laughs) Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? How can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, that Holy One who is to be born, he will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Verse 38, And then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord Let it be to me according to your word. Let it be done to me according to your what? Your word. And then the angel departed from her. Verse 39. Now Mary arose in those days and she went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with Holy Spirit. And then she spoke out loud with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. 
But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Come on. <laughs> Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. Amen. This is called the Song of Mary, verse 46. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. Verse 54, he has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. And Mary remained with her for about three months and returned to her house. Hallelujah. Go to Matthew chapter 1. We're going to start on verse 18. Matthew 1 verse 18. It says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph... Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. And then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. He said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife. Whew, for that which is conceived in her is of Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. Verse 24, then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and did not know her until she had brought forth her firstborn son. He called his name Jesus. Hallelujah. Go back to Luke now, chapter 2. Thank you, Father. Luke chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinus was governing Syria. And so all went to be registered 
every one to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. Verse 6, so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night, and behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Verse 10, and then the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. Verse 13. Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And so it was, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. And now when they had seen him, they made widely knowing the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at all those things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Amen. This is the glory of God being revealed to the sons of men, to the promised seed of Abraham, to the promised one, even in the promised land, to bring the word of God, Jesus Christ, the living word of God, to save us. The supernatural essence of this is that God chose to bring heaven to earth. He chose to come to save us. He chose to come in such a humble way. The king of glory chose to come in such a humble way. But there's so much glory. There's so much glory. Each and every person that heaven touched and heaven spoke to. To John and Elizabeth through the birth and the, the special anointing that came to conceive John. I'm just saying, Zacharias and Elizabeth bringing John the Baptist. And then there's a baptism and the Holy Ghost as the baby in her womb is filled with him. When Mary walks towards him holding the word of God. 
the word of God just came near him, near her and she was immersed and baptized in Holy Spirit and fire. He was leaping for joy in the womb. Who does that? Hallelujah, life is in the womb. And God cares and God sees and God does miracles and signs and wonders. Why did he choose to do it this way? Because he's God and he's awesome. And we should marvel. We should marvel. We should be so amazed at the goodness of God in the land of the living that this was the beginning. And the one we sang over this morning and for and on behalf of, we are magnifying Jesus. And we love the holiday of Christmas. We love giving, sharing, and celebrating with our families. But we know that the purpose of it all is to glorify the living Christ. To recognize that he is with us. And he will be with us to the end. And just like I just quoted a few prophetic promises from Scripture. Some were even recognized through them. that This was spoken of by the prophet. They knew the prophets. How much more all the prophecies that shall be fulfilled at his second coming. You see that? How glorious. What a promise. And then it goes on and on to eternal reign with him. When he's going to come back in that scripture, he's going to be on the dirt. He's going to rule from a kingdom and a throne and a house. He is. The throne is eternal. God cannot lie. And he's invited us as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ to join his household. We've been grafted in through faith, through the blood of Jesus, beloved. And Israel shall live forever. And he will rule and reign forever from Israel. And the nations will know that he is king of kings and lord of lords. Beloved, what a miraculous, glorious testimony that gives us hope. And it's so supernatural, some would not believe. But we believe. We believe. And we're receiving the freedom that he promised to give us. It's quoted in scripture that he told his disciples, now go. And preach that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. <laughs> and go and save them, heal them, deliver them, cast out demons, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers. Freely you have received, now freely give. Until the end of the age, he said, make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. This was his dominion and his commission to the church. And we have such hope that we start so humble in our lowly beginnings and how we're first born again from above. Because that seed comes into our heart and we are born again. The word of God is implanted in our souls, the scripture says. We're transported out of darkness and into light, into the kingdom of heaven. We carry heaven everywhere we go. We carry the atmosphere of heaven everywhere we go. Heaven is here. And he is here. And he's manifesting that heaven. He is very serious for all believers to know that heaven is manifesting now. And we're called to carry the glory of the Lord to the lost. Heal the sick. Help. Set at liberty those held captive. Whatever he's done for us, we have a testimony, beloved, to set others free. And if you're in the wait for that miracle, if you're in the wait for that glory, if you're in the wait for the truth that you are longing to see, be encouraged. God is not a man that he should lie. So let's stand up 
And let's give him all the glory, honor, and praise to his name. And I pray that you would meditate on these words the next couple of weeks with your family. Share these words of life. Not everybody knows this. Not everybody knows these things. Don't take for granted that people know this. All they know is Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. So don't presume that people know this. So be free to share this story. Amen? And let's believe God. Father God, we just thank you that we can come and celebrate and worship before you as we celebrate your word to bring forth your son, the one who come to save us from our sins and then empower us and fill us with Holy Spirit that you would call us sons and daughters of God. Thank you, Lord, that we have been grafted in and we are children of God the beautiful bride of Jesus. Wow. Thank you, carriers of Holy Ghost, who is Lord and Lord of Liberty now. We pray, God, that you encourage, strengthen the faint-hearted, heal the broken-hearted, heal the bodies in need. Restore, God. Restore, restore. Renew and make new in our hearts and minds the kingdom of heaven. And to the end, may we be found faithful with your witness, God to put our boast in the living God, like those shepherds just running around, (laughs) testifying of what they saw. Oh my God, you are not a man that you shall lie. And we stand in wonder. We stand in wonder of you, Lord. We receive your blessing today, Lord. We receive your fresh anointing today, Lord. Thank you for encouraging us and strengthening us. We pray that you be with us this next couple of weeks. Hold us close to your heart. And may us we never forget. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whew. Bless you. If you need prayer, we'll pray for you up here. Otherwise, be blessed and we'll see you next time. This message was brought to you by the Garden Gathering Church, a family of spirit-filled believers in San Angelo, Texas. We long to encounter God's presence and equip the saints for the work of the ministry. If you'd like to find out more, go to www.thegardenstc.org to realize how the revelation of Jesus Christ can fulfill your mandate in the kingdom of heaven.